from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio, welcome to Celebrating Powerhouse Women. Celebrating Powerhouse Women is proudly presented by CAB Incorporated and Capital City Home Loans. And hello and welcome back to another episode of Celebrating Powerhouse Women. I am your host, Amanda Pierch, and this is a series that salutes and recognizes women leaders making an impact in our community. Today, it is my distinct pleasure to welcome not only my dear friend, but also a marketplace uh, maven, Kathy Hogan-Smith. She is the CEO and president and founder of Cache Corporate Gift Services. Um, if you are in my world at all, you have been the recipient of or you have seen all of the beautiful caches that she creates. Welcome to the show, Kathy. Thank you, Amanda. Happy to be here. Yay! Uh, before we get started into all the, the wonderful and awesome creative things that you've done in your life, I do want to give you a chance to highlight... Um, your organization that is very popular within the Chamber of Commerce, Cache Corporate Gift Services. So tell our listeners a little bit about that and kind of we'll get into the conception and how it was uh, born and bred. Okay, great. Um, Cache is a custom gift design company that specializes in helping businesses create better excuse me, relationships with their customers, clients, and their employees. Um, we believe that if the companies express authentic gratitude, that it comes back to them. Their ROIs are higher, their employees are happier, and it just it just helps you bond more with people. Absolutely. And then also you get to exercise your creative uh, nature through <laughs> through the gifts that you create. Um, tell us a little bit about what that looks like, um, your office or the uh, showroom or the warehouse that you might store all the goodies that you compose these gifts with. Okay. I basically work out of a home office, but I have a warehouse that I store things. But um, what we do, because we're custom, is we do like a survey for people up front. We need your price point, your event or your theme, uh, and your timeline. And from that, we try to get to pull as much information about the recipient from you as we can, and then we customize everything. We've got all kinds of products that we can uh, put your logos on or themes. If you don't have a theme, I can create a theme for you. So um, we, we started back when I was a real estate agent. Well, I'm still a real estate uh -huh. agent. But I had builders who were looking to do something a little bit different. And uh, I would go to closings, and other agents were bringing closing gifts. I went back to my builders, and I said, why are you guys doing this? And they said, oh, yeah, great. Go ahead and do it. I'm like, okay. I am a creative person, so mm -hmm. I figured it out. Started bringing them. Found out there was a, a big convention that uh, taught people how to do this, believe it or not. Started attending, learned things about you know design, marketing. And just went from there, started entering entering competitions and won, and started oh, having notoriety. Was, you said that so humbly, started entering competitions and then won. Yeah. So you started <laughs> entering competitions for like creating these, yeah. these yeah. gifts? Uh, design competitions, mm -hmm. marketing competitions, where you had to do layouts of how they would market, mm -hmm. uh, but mostly design. And this was put on by a national magazine. And so after winning so many times, they took notice of me and said, hey, would you like to work for the magazine? 
okay, sure, fine. So they hired me to teach uh, several times a year. I'd travel around the country with them. And then they found out that I had a little bit of a background in music, so they thought they would make me perform at these conventions, which was a hoot. <laughs> okay, stop. You just keep saying all these things like we're going to not come back to them. Uh, I'm going to so put many. a pin, pin in that performance and rewind okay. to real estate because I feel like you recognize – hold on one second. I need to educate our listeners really quickly. Kathy is a Midwest girl by birth, but a Southern belle by choice. Where in the Midwest are you from, Kathy? Southern Indiana. Southern Indiana. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then she brought all that goodness here to Georgia. That's right. A Southern belle by choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, through your experience and career, 31 years, you've been a realtor. Mm-hmm. And I know that you have sold in some pretty high caliber neighborhoods here very locally. Might I reference one? Sure. The River Club. Yes. Uh, specifically. So I can only imagine in the sale of a home that is a a large investment so you recognized a need to kind of put a little bit of icing or a cherry or a personal touch on top through that realtor experience by creating your cachet corporate gift services company i actually did they they found out that uh, what i did when they hired me and they said well what can you do for these clients a very upscale clients so Mm -hmm. they were had to be very creative um it was a challenge, but uh, what I did was I presented things to them. They chose something basically and said, hey, let's go with it. You know, it's a real high-end product. But I got to know a lot of the uh, people buying in there, a lot of uh, high-end executives, entertainers, professional athletes. athletes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I formed this thing. I made myself into their personal concierge. And when they needed something they knew after several years, they could come directly to me. And if I didn't have it, I'd find it for them. Mm-hmm. And so that my business started as the gift business, but it morphed kind of into this concierge right. situation. And I do that now with people. So, And you referenced something uh, that's very important. Um, it's an expression of authentic gratitude. Right. And also relationships, that mm-hmm. it helps develop relationships. And the amount of thought and and time that you put into the consultation or understanding your client's specific needs is probably what has helped set you apart from the rest um, of companies that could do something similar, obviously never the same as you. Right, absolutely. So recognizing those key elements, I think, was, was essential. And I tip my hat to you, Thank you for dear. recognizing that. Mm-hmm. So 31 years in real estate, and then you mentioned also that you were a singer. I myself know that you have a little bit of a experience on the microphone. <laughs> Share with our listeners, and then we're going to jump into some other facets of, of oh. your life that I also find so interesting. <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about what you did as a singer, an artist, um, or as a voiceover. Oh, with that, okay. that seductive okay. voice. Oh, of yeah, Kathy. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I had a short career in the music business. It wasn't anything big. It was local. And I've always sang since I was a little, I was a performer from birth, I think. You know, I was the kid in the neighborhood that was always putting on plays, recruiting all the kids to dress up in costumes and props. And, Uh you know, I was the director. And so I always knew I was going to be a performer. So, you know, I was in choir, of course, did that. And then after I graduated from high school, I hooked up with some friends of mine. And uh, they were, they had a little singing group in Louisville, Kentucky area, which is close to where I was from. And uh, they wanted me to be in their group so we would go around and perform at different locations and uh you know I was kind of the lead singer nice (laughs) were you doing this like at coffee shops or like in parks like were you contracted to do this or you guys just voluntarily performed uh no the guy uh my friend he was well known in the area as a singer 
and it was his wife and I. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just, wherever he told us to go, we would go. And so we did that for about a year. And, uh, you know, that was fun. It was mm -hmm. fun, but I didn't carry on with it. So, But uh, the voiceovers, I started earlier. I used to be the uh, voice for the Gwinnett County Parks Department. <laughs> for this on the radio? <laughs> on their, their channel, uh -huh. whatever it was at that time. This was like 20-something years ago, yeah. What and did the Parks Department do? Like deliver fire warning? No, no. Bear it, alerts? <laughs> bear alerts. Yeah, parallels. Oh, no. It was just announcements for the parks department. You know, if you sign up for something, you know, da, 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 nothing. Oh, okay, like yeah. maybe like ball fields and stuff? Yeah, Not ball like fields okay. and, and recordings on their website and things like that back in the day. Did you have any formal training um, when you hopped on the mic, or did you just naturally have um, the groove and they recognized that? I had the groove, babe. You I got the group. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, a good friend of mine is a, a Grammy-nominated songwriter, producer here in the Atlanta area, and we've been friends forever. And uh, when she found out that I used to sing, she's like, I'm getting you in the studio. So I would be her backup singer for several recordings nice. that she did, which was fun. That's so. exciting. Yeah. I knew you were a pro when you got on the mic. Oh, yeah. Kathy's mm. a returning friend of the studio. <laughs> she has been... Um, she has been recognized for several awards here in Gwinnett, so she's participated in other chamber shows, etc. Kathy, I'd like to talk about kind of fortitude and about women-led um, organizations and the transition from your real estate career, which you're still an active agent, mm -hmm. and kind of metamorphosizing those talents and fulfilling the need within the cachet corporate world. How were you able to take a I don't want to say take a break because I understand um, real estate is as passive or as aggressive as you choose. How were you able to kind of pivot from real estate full time into launching your own successful business? And then what were some challenges that you kind of experienced in the ramp up process that you had to overcome in order to continue forward? Okay, well, uh, I've had the business for 25 years. So um, I created it during my real estate career, like I said earlier. But um, what the challenges to me, especially to women, is they, they're not fearless enough. You need to be fearless. Go start a business. If you fail, fine, but you learn. You could succeed. So you have two choices. You're going to succeed or you're going to learn. But a lot of people, and I keep saying especially women because that's my experience with them, um, they're afraid. They're afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. And I'm not. I'm kind of fearless like that, but seriously fearless, mm -hmm. that's, my, that's my word. But uh, I thought, you know, if it doesn't work, I'll do something else. And I've done several things, and you know, most of them have worked out. But uh, you just have to know that it's not instant gratification. You know, you have to be persistent with things. Uh, you're gonna get turned down a lot, but you have to just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And I'm all about exposure. So the more exposure you can get, you know, they say, uh, it doesn't matter what you have to sell if nobody knows about it. True. So uh, exposure is good. That's why networking is good. Mm -hmm. um, Perseverance, um, succeed. I like how you said you're either going to succeed or learn. You didn't say fail. No, so you're never, you're not going to no. fail. You're either going to succeed mm -hmm. or you're going to learn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's, um, that's really noteworthy. I've, I've made mention of that here on my paper. Oh, yay. You mentioned yeah. the power of networking, Kathy, and yeah. exposure in the marketplace. And that's actually where you and I met was exactly. at Gwinnett Networking mm -hmm. probably four years ago. Yeah. And um, here in Gwinnett, we have a very robust chamber of commerce, and yes. they provide um, a lot of opportunities to network in a variety of different ways. I know that you have found great value in Gwinnett Networking and other facets. Mm -hmm. 
What other type of networking organizations do you participate in? Um, there's uh, networking groups throughout Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I mean, everywhere you turn, there's networking groups, but you have to be selective. With your time? With your time, with your money. Mm -hmm. Some are very expensive, some are not. Uh, you have to be careful where you put your dollars. And when, especially when you're first starting a business, you don't have that many to right. spread around. So you have to be real selective about it. Um, also for me, getting involved in the charities around is great networking, because mm -hmm. I do a lot of charity work for local uh, places here in Atlanta and donate a lot of things to them a lot of time. So they kind of know to call me. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's a big part of why I started the company also was mm -hmm. to be able to contribute to charity through the sales. Very nice. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong or go ahead and share a, a, a portion of the proceeds goes to charities. Absolutely. So, yeah. so each purchase of an item goes to actually another layer of service within the community. It does. And on top of that, we let the recipients know, the charities know that in accordance with what we do, we tie in the actual giver mm -hmm. because if someone has bought a product from us, we let them know, hey, po a portion of your uh, design cost has gone towards helping X. Uh, That's wonderful. Yeah. It's so important to give back, Kathy. Yes. <clears throat> How did you kind of come up with that? Did you know since conception 25 years ago that you wanted a portion of the proceeds to benefit something outside of um, the bottom line? Well, I've always been involved in charities, even in high school. I was in service groups, and we would go to orphanages and, and work with kids and things like that. So it's always been part of my life, and it was just a natural progression for business. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's, it's just so great. I mean, you see what you, you're able to do for people, and mm -hmm. that's the biggest joy, more so than even creating or selling or whatever. Mm -hmm. Let's rewind a little bit um, and go back to the time maybe that you were in high school when you were a young, budding model <laughs> I, I saw a picture not too long ago of you maybe you're in your, your teenage or early 20s yeah and it was a, it was a newspaper exactly. talk a little bit about high school growing up and your experiences that kind of led to where you're at today okay high school yeah I, I did it locally it was just basically for the you know the surrounding area there I, when I checked into modeling full-time it was too expensive and you had to have a booking agent I said no I am a bit of a tomboy so I'd rather spend my time on the horses or you know in sports or something I was raised my dad was uh, he played for uh, New York Yankees for a brief period of time mm -hmm. so I was raised in a household with an athlete professional athlete mm -hmm. although it was way before I was born and I was the oldest of four, and so he uh, tried to mold me into a boy. <laughs> I'd go, he'd make me go fishing at three in the morning. Um, he also raised and trained racehorses. And so that was a big part of my extracurriculars when I was in high school. I would, I'd love to go to Churchill Downs and exercise the horses on their track and wow. things like that, yeah. But in school, I was actually a dancer. I was, uh, you know, the pom-pom girl kind mm -hmm. of thing. So that was pretty much my high school. And that led to the modeling. Uh, it, it was oh. about the same mm -hmm. time, yeah. Somebody just came up to me, a friend, and said, hey, would you do this? And I thought, yes, that sounds fun, and then led to a couple more things and a couple more things, and then it, it led to a brief appearance in a Coke commercial, but if you saw it, you wouldn't know who I was. <laughs> Kathy is the most humble person. All these things, I'm just smiling from ear to ear, and she's just talking about them laissez-faire. Uh, well. Beyond that, after high school, and at this time, you were still in? 
the Midwest? Yes. Okay. Yes. And then talk about your transition to Georgia. Any schooling in between? Uh, yeah, I went to Indiana University mm -hmm. while I was still there, and then my husband got transferred, and they gave him the option of Atlanta or Chicago. I said, no question, I'm done with snow and cold. Let's go to Atlanta. Go to Atlanta. So we moved down here, and uh, I, the plan was to get back into school, but it never happened. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well. I'm not getting into school. I've got three kids. What am I going to do? So Entrepreneur. got a job, started businesses. I've had a catering business. I had a cheesecake business. I owned a restaurant, bakery cafe you for a year. Yeah. yeah. And then this, this business plus the real estate business. Right. So. Kathy is what you might consider a serial entrepreneur. I'd like to talk a little bit about maybe pick one of those instances so we can kind of unpack it a little bit. I love throwing that. Um, cliche word in on a podcast unpack that a little bit <laughs> uh, you and I were having coffee and it just popped up on my memories I was showing you the picture of you in your hat mm. at 101 bagel cafe my favorite place in the world about a year ago mm -hmm. and you shared something with me that has stuck with me to this day you know exactly what I'm gonna say you were talking about life and opportunity mm -hmm. and you said Amanda life is a buffet why are you gonna stay at the bacon station the whole time when there are so many other things that you can try basically continue to enjoy all the varieties or the the offerings no need to stay in front of one station exactly tell me kind of a little bit about where that derived and and that is a it's a great analogy Thanks. so obviously you've thought a little bit about that mm -hmm. so kind of put that into perspective of life and business and maybe one of your your many business ventures and share with me um, how you sample rather than sticking to the bacon station well that goes back to the fearless point um, I was I was a little shy I was the oldest of four but I was the shy I was the goody two-shoes and my two next uh, siblings were always in trouble but I was always the one that planned everything out and was trying to take care of everything you know and I felt like I was suffocating myself because I wasn't enjoying things so I started going on little adventures more so towards the end of high school um, I had a friend that was a singer in Nashville and she invited me to go to the CMAs and backstage and that kind of exposed me to some of the music uh, Johnny Cash came up to me and said oh, excuse me a little lady I was like oh it's Johnny Cash Johnny Cash and yeah so it was kind of cool yeah and I thought yeah yeah I think I think I'm gonna be in the performance field somehow I just don't know so um, the try the analogy you gave is if you don't try something you'll never know what you're missing and it goes back to again to what I said you'll either have success or you learn and I'm okay with that if you fail that's that's a learning experience just as much as a success is in my book and I'm, I'm always I have a saying and my friends tell me this I have a lot of sports friends and I say uh, life is not a spectator sport so get off the sidelines and create an all-star life for yourself and I, I grew up in an area that people thought, oh, if you go to Florida, that's really a big deal. And I thought, Florida? Heck, I'm going to Paris. Uh huh. What the heck is Florida? Right. You know? And Limit uh, yourself to the U.S. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I've always been, after a certain age, I got adventurous because I saw that I was limiting myself. And I thought, you know, this is your fault. You're not doing things. Mm -hmm. So get out. And now I'll do anything. Zip line. I will not bungee jump, though. No. That's not kind of scary. Yeah. yeah no. So talking about business and talking about success to learn, what are some takeaways from all of the entrepreneurial experiences that you've had that have helped you continue to grow and propel your um, ongoing career in, in growth? Mm -hmm. You have to step outside the box, as cliche as that is. Don't be afraid. 
um, I was thinking back to when I joined the chamber. Now, I've been a public speaker. I've you know been a performer. I've done a lot of things. But the fir my first day at the chamber was so funny because they didn't tell me you had to do your elevator pitch. Well, I didn't even have one then, you know. And I showed up, and I was standing at the front of the room with four other guys, and they kept jabbing me, going, it's your turn, it's your turn. I went blank. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh. Stage fright. Stage fright. And I, I'm not really one that has stage fright. Right. But I said, you know, and in my mind, I can remember this conversation I was having with myself. This is not brain surgery. You do this all the time. You just have to put the fear away and go for it. Manifest and, the words. Yeah, manifest, absolutely. So that's what we did. And you did. And I kept coming back, and I said, I don't care how painful this is. I'm going to nail this. Now they can't get me to shut up. <laughs> and you can often find Kathy at Gwinnett working from uh, on Friday mornings with the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. She participates in a lot of other um, things through the chamber. She's a networking queen like myself. That has really reigned true with me, Kathy. And I know you mentioned that to me a year ago, and it's really inspired me Thanks. to kind of uh, continue seeking other things. It's really easy to get lost in the sauce of everyday perpetual life. I like that. And to um, just, you never want to remain stagnant. We're always growing and learning. Well, I was thinking about this this morning, and there's two words I don't have in my vocabulary because they scare me. And one of them is average, and one of them is um, uh, standard. I don't, I don't like those words because that means you're, you're stagnant, mm -hmm. you know? I don't like perfect. Perfect is kind of, mm, but those two words are like, why would you be, why would you want to? Either. Average. Was, yeah. Uh -huh. I don't want to be, I never wanted to be average. I always felt like I was a little different. You're not, above. Not above better, average. not better, just mm -hmm. different, you know. Mm -hmm. As far as personal development and continual growth, what are some things that you do to remain sharp and relevant in your field or just continue to um, progress as a professional? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in my field, it's funny you ask that because last week, um, one of the guys in chamber who, who orders for me all the time, he really gets what I tell people about, give me as much information of the recipients as you can, da, 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 da. and he has totally taken it to heart, and he comes up with some things that's like, what? <laughs> well, I'm supposed to do so what? Detailed. <laughs> so I told him last week, I said, you keep my saw sharpened because you always challenge me to do bigger and more exciting and more creative so that that little bit of things I love that I love that challenge of mm -hmm. that but uh, personally I I take lots of classes I read tons and I love to travel because travel gives me more inspiration than anything I think when you get outside the US and you know you learn different cultures and things like that it gives you inspiration I'm actually yeah. going to Mexico in 10 days to uh, talk to some new uh, artisans Vendors? Mm -hmm. artisan is that a vendor well, Somebody that you would it's consider native people like that thing. are doing creative things. I don't know what they've got yet. But wow. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about that because mm -hmm. um, anybody that is a client or so of us, um, hold on one second, our all-star producer here, Mr. Mike Salmon, who is going to be in Beijing, China. <gasps> Beginning tomorrow, I don't know when anybody's going to be listening in real time, but he will be gone for the month of February because he is a rock star and he will be broadcasting the Olympics live. And when we return from our break, Kathy, we'll pick up where we left off. Okay. Since 1982, CAB Incorporated has been a distinguished leader in manufacturing and global sourcing, serving a variety of industries, including infrastructure, hydraulics, automotive, and rail with their precision machined iron and steel products. 
As a woman-owned company, CAB Incorporated is proud to be a returning partner of the Celebrating Powerhouse Women Series. With strong roots in the past and firm footing in the future, Capital City Home Loans combines an old-fashioned sense of community with a progressive attitude. They are a trusted full-service lender, offering mortgage finance products and empowering their associates to help clients choose the best options. They are focused on being the best and strongest lender in the Southeast. Visit cchl.com locations to see all of their offices, including Gwinnett. All right, welcome back. Again, my guest today is Kathy Hogan-Smith. You might know her from the Gwinnett Marketplace and beyond. You are soon to see her in Forsyth County, where uh, we're going to be kind of hitting the streets together and just doing some moving and shaking. Um, kind of going back to the, the conversation we were having before the break about personal development and kind of growth, you were mentioning that you enjoy clients that challenge you because it keeps your saw sharpened. That's going in my Kathy word bank. Now uh -oh. I'm going to be whipping that out again. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going to be thinking about that all the time. But supply chain is something that uh, posed an issue for you over the holidays. And in what Kathy does, she mentioned nothing is cookie cutter, nothing is average or a standard. It is all custom. She puts a lot of time and thought and effort into sourcing quality, unique goods to compile all of these gifts. Out of curiosity, because I am a corporate client of yours, all of our Gwinnett clients got a basket or a, a a, what would you call it? I always say basket. I don't want to understand a gift Custom that gift. you created, but I know you experienced this challenge with supply chain. We don't have to harp on that. Everybody in the world, including Walmart and Kroger is hurting for Turkey. Okay. <laughs> but as far as sourcing your unique items, obviously you have to discover uh, the artist. And as you said, you have to get in touch with them. Now you're, you're taking a trip to Mexico to like sample and quality assure these before you even consider putting them in your portfolio. Kind of explain to me how that process works. It's totally foreign to me. Well, uh, sourcing products. Um, January is usually my month for traveling for shows. And by that, I mean buying shows. Uh, fancy food show is my big show every year. And that's usually in San Francisco, but because of all the issues in San Francisco, they moved it to Vegas. Unfortunately, I won't be able to make it to Vegas uh, because it's next month and I've already got things going. But you get exposure to products from all over the world. Um, specifically at that show, they have a domestic side at the a whole convention center of domestic products and a whole convention, separate convention of uh, international products. Mm -hmm. Italy, Spain, uh, Greece, things like that, mostly food products. Uh, but that's where I find most of them. And then people, I've got friends all around the country that do similar things that I do. And if they discover something, they'll tell me, mm -hmm. and go check this out. And we help each other. Right. I found this product. You need to go check that out. Um, that's where I've gotten most of it. It shows like that. And uh, I was asked a couple of um, years ago to go to China and help design baskets. I didn't go because I was working at the River Club, but mm -hmm. the uh, basket company said, hey, you seem to know a lot about design, and uh, can you go to, to China and help us design? I uh, had to turn it down, but you know, Still, things like that yeah, come the up all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool, and I, I'm just uh, elated that you're, you're going to be traveling to Mexico to see this product. That's truly amazing that you're taking the initiative, and it'll be fun, I'm sure. Get to go have some time. Maybe you stick your toes in the sand. But the length that you're willing to go or the miles that you're willing to travel to ensure that you deliver quality service and products to your, your people yep. is amazing to me. Well, thank you. Of course. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to ask you about where you get your creative inspiration from. You mentioned traveling. Mm -hmm. 
born with it. I mean, that's I, I think I came out of the womb just creating. I, and, you know, I do everything. I, I'm like this little um, cottage industry myself. It's some, some nights I can't sleep because I'm thinking of uh, this business or this on, opportunity yeah. or this or this or this. So it's just something I, I swear I think I was born with it. But, uh, you You're know, if you don't nurture it, it doesn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And that's with any skill, I think. Mm -hmm. If you just kind of turn it off and leave it on neutral, you never know so where you can go with it. And so I'm, you know, hey, I'm more than happy. It takes me place. This business has actually taken me to more places and met more interesting people than I can ever uh, could have ever imagined. Give but, me an example. Um, one of my good friends is from the Netherlands, and he was a vendor, and he was uh, bringing in specialty cookies or something from England and we've gotten to be good friends over the years um, just the different people I've met along the mm -hmm. way uh, you never know mm -hmm. when you're gonna meet somebody doing this job or any job really just keep your eyes open you're gonna meet somebody that, that that's challenging or that's just m blows your mind mm -hmm. you know because they're so witty or so clever or and it's just fun to me it just charges me up I think that's we kind of met like that uh, yeah. and became kindred spirits. I do want to say one thing that points uh, that sets Kathy's services apart uh, as well is Kathy is so kind to deliver should you need. However, she really emphasizes the importance, again, going back to that relationship um, that you yourself give the gift mm -hmm. to the recipient uh, while she's happy to do so. Um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of awesome that comes out of being the one that turns it over and I'll let you kind of expand on why you feel like that's so important oh great you remembered that yeah mm -hmm. you know I do this for a living and I've got people that work for me part-time during the holidays mostly but um, we take things out and we know the reactions that people are getting but that's part of the whole plan it's not just hey let us deliver a gift for you a custom gift the custom gifts is the gift is great right because it's like nothing out there but the bigger part of it is the reaction of the people because it shows them that you thought enough about them to understand their likes and to incorporate that in and they will remember you for that because you paid more attention than most people you know I'm not going to use any big box names but you know a lot of people go to these stores during the holidays especially mm -hmm. and they think oh that's great I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say it Costco <laughs> <laughs> don't hurt my stock Stop it. now <laughs> but it's they're just not what you think they are uh-huh and uh, you know, and, and think about this: if you do give those, how many other people do you think are giving the same exact? I've darn done thing? it. I'll tell you, Kathy. When I was in the hotel corporate world, I was given a little baby budget. This is before you and I were friends, because mm -hmm. I quickly tried to convert that business to you. Uh, but I went to literally Costco. I bought twenty of the four-tiered chocolate boxes, mm -hmm. brought them around, only to be deflated to see. In fact, Mike and I went and delivered to one of the clients. And they already had a few that other people exactly. had already exactly. gotten and given to them. Mm -hmm. And I thought, man, this is not special at all. Mm -hmm. We're one of four chocolate boxes. Who gave us the blue? Who gave us the green? Put it in the break room. Mm -hmm. You know, I do want to just brag on you really quickly because um, my partner in Forsyth was the recipient of a special, uh, <laughs> a special cachet that she created. And if anybody knows Steve Cooper, he is the biggest Bigfoot fan. <laughs> and you took the time and you had the creative um, acumen to do all sorts of unique things for that treasure, including a Sasquatch hat <laughs> and like palm leaves and chocolate tractors because he has a farm and 
the the reception when I delivered it was uh-huh. exactly what you said. Great. I mean, he was floored and just felt so remarkable and special that we knew those things about him in order to tailor that. That's exactly what I in, intend for the gift to do. Uh-huh. Um, I'm so glad that was a fun one. I, I would find things and I'd send them to you and say, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? This will be really cool, but uh-huh. you'll love it. Well, however it ends up. You know, I have the confidence that I've been doing this so long. People will be like, well, do you do this? And it just I let me do it. And that's the great thing about doing the corporate world. Uh-huh. Because they don't nitpick you. They realize that I've been in business. I, I know what I'm doing. I'm creative. They've seen the results. Mm-hmm. They can give me, like I said, the, the um, price point, the date, and the theme. Or I do the theme. Yeah. And they know I'm going to take care of it. And it's going to look fabulous. Fabulous. So, but I was at Chamber last week. And uh, like I said, Anthony, uh, Chin. Anthony Chin, Chin yeah, yeah. He did a special uh, request for me. And it was his, what he called his adoptive parents in New York before he moved here. Oh very special people to him and so he was telling me all the stuff about him and I incorporated everything into it and he called me and he said she's crying on the phone because she loved loved it it. so see I get I get so much joy out Mm -hmm. of that Anthony Chen also hosts a podcast on Business Radio X he does I think it's called Family Fam- Business Radio. Yeah, I've been yeah. on that one. Very yeah. exciting. Mm-hmm. All through the the power of Gwinnett working. Exactly. Um, I failed to mention that Kathy, in addition to all the hats that she wears, she is also a, a family woman. She's the mother of three. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's also a dog mom to Sasha. Mm-hmm. And in addition to the corporate responsibility, you also have one to your household. What do you do to remain uh, sane and uh, healthy as you balance a career, entrepreneurship, motherhood, family life, etc. Well, it's kind of challenging. Uh, <laughs> Sasha keeps me grounded. She's just so funny. She's a hilarious little mm-hmm. dog. She's and so cute, cute too. Yeah. Little Shih Tzu, they're characters. Uh, she really does keep me grounded because when I get stressed out, she'll just come up with those big puppy eyes and want to play. Mm-hmm. And uh, But my, all of my kids are living locally now. Mm-hmm. They're for a while couple of more gone but they're all back locally and they have spouses and and then I have the granddaughter and everything and they keep me in the loop actually Mm -hmm. I was always when they were growing up I was always involved in a lot of their things and fortunately they still like me to be involved you know they'll invite me to things they'll take me to soccer games or whatever because they know I don't get out much (laughs) and I'm a sports freak I mean I love sports when I was in high school I was like like I said I was raised by an athlete so I knew about sports Mm -hmm. and most girls in high school did not and I was definitely a, a guy's girl so my kids know I'm a big Braves fan, mm-hmm. you know, then they're like, oh, here, we're going to take you to the Braves. Yeah. I, no, I didn't get to do that. I got to dog got to sit watch it for then. them <laughs> while they went, but I would have loved to have gone. Mm-hmm. So, As far as uh, people that have made an impact in your world, Kathy, I know that you, um, you have been a mentor to me, whether you oh, know it or not, in you. our conversations and the wisdom that you share and just through our friendship. In your life, who has uh, kind of played that role for you? Is there anybody noteworthy that really made an impact and kind of helped um, propel um, you to the successful woman you are today? First off, my grandmother. She's been gone a while now, but she was a little um, under five feet tall dynamo, had seven kids, and my grandfather was a coal miner in Kentucky. And she uprooted them, and he bought a farm in Indiana, and she raised these. I think they about starved at the beginning, but she raised these seven kids, and so I have a lot of cousins and everything. But other than that... Um, it's kind of a sad situation, but I had two precious, precious friends that one was, uh, she just hit 99 years old last year. Wow. 
she's a, a little lady up in Connecticut, and she went through the uh, her family went through the Holocaust and everything. But she was the quickest witted person, and I just adore, adore, adore her. The other one was my friend Shane, who was an international interior designer, and not only was he talented, but how he treated people was just—I mean, it was magical Mm -hmm. he was so kind he was the epitome of a southern a sweet southern gentleman loved his mama and could create things out of nothing and some of the homes that he's done are in in uh, national magazines international magazines Mm -hmm. but it was his personality he always made whoever he was with feel like they were special and that they had magic Mm -hmm. and unfortunately last year on june 15th both of my sweet precious friends passed away on the same day on the same day mm, wow. yeah so i i decided then it, you know it rocked me but i said you know what i'm gonna live like edie and shane mm-hmm. so it's gonna and be shane edie shane edie and they're in heaven smiling down at they you. are and they're that so is sweet ironic on the same day though. i know and i didn't know it at the time wow. so yeah. but 99 she had a lot of she, uh you a would lot have loved of wisdom her. to share she was a pistol wow yeah so witty so sharp even at 99 so Mentorship is very important. It is. It is. That's why I like to connect people. If I think uh, you need to meet this person because they will enhance your life, that's what I do. I want to enhance your life. Mm -hmm. I want to introduce you to people that will enhance your life because if you're successful, everybody's successful. Mm -hmm. You know, don't hold anybody back. So. That's you know, I I used to um, a a dear friend of mine whom you might know, Randy Brunson. One of uh, the things that he has kind of taught me over the years is to be generous with your time, treasures, and talents. Absolutely. And I kind of used to hoard those things because I would try to monetize my mm-hmm. treasures, mm-hmm. time, and talent. But I have to recognize, again, through another mentor of mine sitting right behind you, Mike Salmond, who taught me through service that leads to sales. Exactly. So kind of incorporating all those things in, in addition to what you said, I think those all play a very vital role in success as human beings, mm-hmm. but also in the marketplace. It absolutely does. And you're you, very generous with your talents. Well, you and your you, time. G- you give to people and you get why when I say authentic gifting, it's not just the physical gift. It's the gift of letting them know that you care about them. And gratitude is the the quickest way to happiness Mm -hmm. in my opinion and if you can help somebody else be it sounds kind of cheesy but it's just it's it's so great Mm -hmm. and it works so well when you can help someone else be successful absolutely so that's what I that's my goal that is your goal that is my goal Kathy I would like to thank you for joining us today and you know I could talk to you for hours and we continue this conversation elsewhere but I want to ask you before we say Mm bye-bye if there's anything that you would like to leave our listeners with I have a whole note I have a whole notepad here of of things that I'll be recalling from our conversation but uh, last words of advice or wisdom for those that are listening to us today oh gosh that's a tough one I I thought I already spilled it all Um, just be authentic you know uh, trust trust your instincts um, take hold of the fears and, and just and get out there be and fearless be fearless be yes. fearless and don't be stupid but be fearless, be fearless. You know, there's a difference succeed or learn never fail mm-hmm. from the words of Kathy Hogan Smith mm-hmm. Kathy thank you again so much for joining us today for those of you listening out there if you find value in this series please hit the subscribe button we would love it for you to rate and review this podcast these shows are available 24 7 online at businessradiox.com or on iTunes iHeartRadio or your favorite podcasting application be sure to connect with us on social media at Gwinnett 
Business Radio X. And until next time, I'm your host, Amanda Pierch, and this has been Celebrating Powerhouse Women.